We're still here. Hey, we're bye, uh, but we're still here. What are you guys? What are you guys doing? What do you mean? Like, what are you doing right now? Oh, now that we can't see each other. Yeah. Sitting. Sitting, Sitting in my house waiting. on the pod, watching the frog turn to God. What? <laughs> just, a, just sort of a cool thing that I'm doing. That's beautiful. It's Sunday. That's Lord's Day. Oh, Frog you're God, right. baby. You're right. Okay. I hear you. All right. Trying to make some kind of he is risen ribbit. He's ribbon. He is ribbit. Oh, he's it's not. God not was working. the f- God was the first toasty frog. I don't know what that is. What is a toasty frog? It's like a hot frog. <laughs> Welcome to Bundle Buddies, the podcast where we play through the itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. My name is Alex Hannes. And my name is Eric Taylor Roth. The itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality was launched in June 2020 during the massive outcry for racial justice following George Floyd's murder by police. It has 1,741 items from 840 plus creators, and I raised over $8 million. All proceeds were donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, as well as the Community Bail Fund. This is episode 50, and we have played 139 of the 1,365 games in the bundle and three other games for a total of 142 games for the podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Why are, you, Eric, why are you laughing at that? It's just, I, I'm, it's going to be so interesting as we move forward. Like, that's going to get so <laughs> bifurcated and complicated. I'm wondering how long we'll get, we'll keep that. It's, it's so like funny, the though. McDonald's, like, <laughs> one billion served. Yeah, exactly. With asterisks. One billion served, but also we own Chipotle and they served, I don't know, 500,000 people. <laughs> that's interesting. Do you think Chipotle has served a billion people, a billion burgers? That's a great question. It's not actually. I tricked you because Chipotle <laughs> doesn't serve burgers. I nailed your ass. Oh, Alex. Is, it's it. This is it, baby. It's the last episode of season one. The finale of season one. 50 episodes. Uh, 50 episodes. A, a regular. Um, we ran a marathon. People said it couldn't be done. People said you cannot play every single one of the video games in the bundle for racial justice and equality. And. Um, they, uh, we certainly haven't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're still right. <laughs> they're, so, they're currently right, but we're in the process of proving them wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we said, you know what? Why don't we? Why don't we take a little crack at it? And uh, I think we're doing a good job. You know, I we um, we've had some laughs. We've had some uh, some cries, some arguments, some in in good faith, some not. Some in poor faith. I've um, I've decided. You know, through these conversations, that I'm going to come out as being absolutely anti-Zelda, and uh, <laughs> my opinion is only going to grow stronger and more resolved over time. Uh, That's right. You don't like Zelda. That's uh, we're adding it to the rules. It's no spikes, no Zelda. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No emails. New, no emails. Emails no, in space. Don't. I don't want emails in my video games. <laughs> But you will spend uh, an entire like three hours going through a CIA basement of um, reference files. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, that's great. 
Uh, yeah, we, we did the big uh, sort of like uh, ponder last episode about sort of the state of the podcast, some of the games we've played as we sort of introduced a new element of, of playing a different bundle. Yeah, um, so we don't we don't have to get too uh, too emotional about this, but Alex, oh man, you know as we come <laughs> as we come up on the next quarantine, yeah, uh, seriously, I you know I can't wait to to see what else uh, this bundle has to offer. I feel like we've gotten a, a nice cross section. You know what I mean? And, and like we found some interesting stuff. We found some sort of redundant stuff. Uh, we found some really, really great and well-designed games. We found some happy accidents. Uh, we just had a ball. We played Kentucky Industries. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and the the incredible Kentucky Industries, a truly fascinating game. I know it's been a blast, man. I'm having a great time with this podcast, and I'm excited to see um, the new directions we put in for season two. So for you, the listener, we're going to take a little break after this. We'll probably be back in early October is my guess, maybe late September. Um, we're going to do some retooling, some figuring some stuff out. And, and when you see us, uh, you know, say hello yeah, and, well, and hop back also, on board. Like there's no listener. You haven't listened to all the episodes. So fucking. Oh my God. Yeah. Go back. What, got, are, what, what am I doing here? You got like, you got plenty to do. You've got plenty to catch up on. Listen to those episodes. We're going to come back. We're going to be, we're going to be popping off. We're going to have new stuff. It's going to be awesome. We're going to play more bundles. We're going to, I don't know, do themed episodes. It's going to be, it's going to be a damn ball. It's going to be a damn ball. Welcome to the player's ball. Mm -hmm. um, uh, video game players uh, but this week we've got a wonderful guest on um, her name is Sadie Lancrete. Uh, you can catch her as Demetra on the D&D Actual Play Podcast NPC Incorporated and follow her on Twitter at Sadie Posting she's such a delight she's great oh, this, yeah it's it's fantastic she's she was wearing um, these fingerless gloves the entire time and <laughs> yeah. uh, we had a ball I was like, I, I was like, that's so cool. She's wearing fingerless gloves, but they serve a practical purpose, which we learned on the episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much, so much good stuff in this one. Uh, should we do, should we do the cause? Yeah, the cause this week is Room of One's Own, uh, which is a queer and trans owned bookstore based in Madison, Wisconsin. They're currently closed to public browsing, so you should shoot them a donation or buy and ship a book from them. How about uh, to keep a wonderful. A queer and trans-owned independent bookstore in a college town in deeply weird uh, Wisconsin uh, open. Uh, we got to keep places like this around. W was there something like this at U of I, Eric? Like just a cool bookstore? Uh, I, I'm sure. <laughs> like, don't put me on the spot like that. There wasn't. There wasn't because uh, you people didn't support it. So let's not let this one go by whatever would have hatched at U of I had it been allowed to thrive. I'm sure that there was some cool bookstore. I don't remember. College was such a long time ago. Uh, the room of One's Own. That sounds rad. I, yeah. I should buy a book. I didn't let's buy to, a book. I didn't mean to buy a book. Uh, yeah, first thing I, I recommend doing is buy a clue, uh, and then maybe you can buy a book. But oh, yeah, we've yeah. donated to them, and if you donate and send proof to BundleBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com, we will shout you out on the episode. Guys, let's get underway. You're going to love it. Sadie's great. This is a fun episode, and uh, we'll see you uh, on the other side. Yes. <laughs> What the heck is your deal? Re-video games. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, uh, for me, I'm a 
classic gamer girl. I'm sorry, that was not true. <laughs> that was not true. And somehow saying that made me get hair in my mouth. Um, <laughs> no, I'm like a weirdly relatively new to any console gaming and cool. really any like video games because I wasn't really allowed to have them uh, for most of my life. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, I I played a lot of like point and click kind of mm. games on the old uh, Windows XP Home Edition back oh, in the day. Sure. Never had a console until 2019. So do you, do you have a like do you have a like a first like an early video game memory before, you know, the ban <laughs> was, was played? <laughs> I don't know if it was a ban, it was just sort of like, you know, my parents are maybe like, it's a little bit gauche to be sitting in front of the console all day. Wow, what cool parents. And they were, so right. cool. <laughs> they were absolutely correct. They were right. They, they they tried, but it was like inevitable that I would be gravitating towards that stuff. Because oh, totally. I've been into nerd shit forever. Um, right. But yeah, a lot of great, a lot of great early games on the PC. I'm talking humongous entertainment you got your freddy fish you got your spy fox oh you guys, sure bells for you? freddy no. fish th these are like when you say point and click you you're meaning like the like putt putt or like putt putt is putt, yes pajama putt -putt. sam sort of a thing yes yeah oh cool that's awesome <laughs> those were a big part of my life um <laughs> That and like the Nancy True mystery PC games, oh, which cool. I, I think are very adjacent to one of the games that we'll be talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, once I moved to any situation where I would have to have a controller, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. These <laughs> <laughs> buttons I stared. Echoing your parents are like, it's so gauche to have to use right. a controller. So yeah. Oh, you want to pick up that piece of plastic when we have fine mahogany things at home? You, you, had, a you had a mahogany mouse? Oh my God. For pointing no, at I don't know why this is my like spin on what my upbringing was like because it's not are accurate. you a princess are you <laughs> so yeah i grew up in a tower yeah, tough to um, i just got my first haircut last year um, oh my it's, god it's been amazing so you got your first haircut during quarantine <laughs> that's right yeah. <laughs> lucky for me there was a guy uh who climbed up my braid um, <laughs> He cut it off once we got out of the tower. Oh yeah, big. I think I, I think I heard about your story. Sounds pretty yeah. cool. Good, thanks. Um, you know what? Just another day for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so for you, it's like, what's the first adult game that you sort of play? You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like so. It's interesting to think about it. Like you know. I remember there was certainly a time in my life when I was playing like games for children and stuff like that, but it, mm -hmm. I feel like it was mingled in with like, you know, violent games at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it was like, oh, I play Goldeneye, but then also, you know, Zumbinis is like a game that I thought was really cool. When right. I was 12, that was like interchangeable. <laughs> but to be like, to be like, oh, yeah, I'm only playing these sort of like games that are explicitly for kids. And then someday as an adult discovering like this other sort of genre of, of, entertainment like what, what what was it what what clicked i'm trying to think of so i, I believe that it was a 
demo that was on um my brother's laptop and it had to be like early 2000s oh cool there was a demo for this rpg called fate and i've never heard of this game i i don't know anyone who has but it like it was the kind of thing where you like dig around in windows uh and there was like hey this is something we just put on your computer when you went to best buy (laughs) i was like this is amazing i can have a sword that's unreal (laughs) it's like i think you know i wasn't sheltered from media depicting sure. violence and things like that like i was like way too into xena warrior princess oh, so it was yeah. kind of like inevitable oh that i'd be like i need swords <laughs> <laughs> so once i got my hands on that that fate game i think that was like the beginning of the the beginning of the beginning i was gonna say the beginning of the end but <laughs> that seems bleak because i like games the beginning of the beginning yeah <laughs> the beginning of the start <laughs> Let's start Just at boring. the beginning. <laughs> I, RPGs, RPGs have this like way, and, and we've had like a handful of people on here where like RPGs are kind of like a formative experience for them because there's mm-hmm. something about like there's just something about the pacing of those types of games that I think like just like sticks in people's brains like it's addictive right the, like i can yeah. level up and i'm running around and it's imaginative well so much of it my my i was so primed for it as like a fan of san uh fantasy a fantasy and science fiction you know what i mean it's like yeah, oh wait same. so this is like a playable version of that like that's fucking awesome i like that's all i want to play yeah it's like a turbo book <laughs> it's really draws you in <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like a turbo book oh my god that's like, like a world way. building yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean that's a great way of putting it just like, explicitly like oh yeah we got your class which turbo book are we playing this week you know what <laughs> <Right>. i mean <laughs> i i sometimes still think of it like that where i'm like you know if i've played like way too many hades runs in a day sure. i'll like, be like you know i could have spent this time reading uh the romance novel like sea fires. Whoa! Oh my god! <laughs> I have one right here for the uh, listeners. And it would have been just as bad as just, what I did. Yeah, for the, the listeners, listeners, that was yeah. a steamy yeah. cover. Can you describe? Yeah, yeah. Can you describe the cover of this book? Okay, so we have like a brawny, shirtless, tan uh, guy and a babe in a yellow dress, and it's very schmaltzy. <laughs> It's what you'd imagine if I just said romance novel cover. For I fans think this of the, is uh, about pirates. For yeah, fans yeah. of the Hercules universe, we're not talking Aeolus. We're talking Hercules. I mean, but um, like, yeah, honestly, okay. so I just started playing Hades this week, and I've oh, clocked dude. maybe 15 hours of it. Like, I probably, on Thursday, I, like, woke up and started at, like, 8 a.m., and then at some point was like, I gotta start playing Apex Legends or something, because I've played, like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking six hours of this game but that oh, game boy. can get a little sexy too like i mean the the characters in that game are pretty saucy <laughs> it's a very saucy game very saucy you know my a good friend of mine got me hades for um uh, my birthday last year I oh think. what a gift i don't know maybe it was christmas i don't know uh, uh, hades <laughs> has a way of just like sucking up time i think right <laughs> um i got this game and i you know i hadn't really played any like roguelikes um Mm. ever 
And so it was kind of my first one. And I was like, this seems like it's going to be too hard for me because I have to like press a lot of buttons really fast, <laughs> uh, which is just like, you know, I had imposter syndrome for a game. But uh, my friend Eric was like, no, trust me, you're going to like this game. And then they started showing me the the hot anime adjacent people. <laughs> And I was like, I feel like I'm good at this. And I did. Um, I did I, get good at the game. I remember, like, the first time you saw Zagreus, I'm like, wow, that guy's kind of cute. I don't know. Like, whatever. But then when you see Meg and, like, you hear her talk, it's just oh like, God. that fucking voice. It's it's like. That voice oh. actress is amazing. Honestly, the only description is, like, I got wet. It's like the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just watching it, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a I, like a deep feeling. I need like a I need her to do like an ASMR podcast where she just talks about honestly kill me and end my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to listen to that every night before I go to sleep. I'm like, yes, please. Yes, yes, thank you, Meg. Thank I want you. to become dust. Annihilate <laughs> me. <laughs> um well, I, I went through a very protracted um, Hades period as well. Like I, I was playing that probably for probably around a year. Is it is it like um, common for you to be playing a game that long to go back and forth to something that, that much, or is it usually like you have intense cycles and then you sort of move past it? Yeah, I was thinking about it like I I'm a bit of a serial monogamist, but with games mm. where it's like <laughs> I'll fall I'll fall so deeply in love with one and then like. Uh oh, 300 plus hours later, I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, I need to step back from this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just getting a little much. It's not you, it's me. I just, you know. But then I'm just like right back into whatever the next one is. Right. I, yeah, I like use, I like wane, I wean myself off of it. Like I sort of yeah. suddenly realize that like I'm not playing that game that I've been playing. Like for a minute, you know, I get obsessed. So it'll be like, you know. Uh, my wife when i started playing oh i think when we discovered apex legends i was like we just discovered a new game and she was like all right see you in six months i guess yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of like that like it's it becomes obsessive for me too where it's just like i'm in this it's important to me i want to like watch videos and see how people are doing and getting yeah. better and then at some point it's like uh this is kind of <laughs> like need something to like take me away from that I typically yeah. don't play like a lot of games that you play against other people. So I, I don't suffer. I mean, there there is like a special kind of toxicity with the sort of the online, you know, PVP games that I think, Eric, that you really get grabbed. Oh, I with. love being yeah. toxic. I love just fucking bullying 12 year olds. <laughs> I Thank love you. getting on Girl there. Boss. Yeah. I don't even yes, mean. Like, I don't yeah. even mean that. I don't mean like the 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 like tox toxicity of the actual community or anything like that. But mm. I mean like literally the way these games are designed is like I finished a game and you're right back in another. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just built oh, to like you mean hook like, you in, like Hades. <laughs> yes like hades <laughs> except in hades i'm getting wet i'm not getting mad you know what i mean like that's the difference freaking steamy to yeah this. it's crazy you know um but i do feel like with hades there is no you're you're completely right eric like the the whole point of that game is that is a rogue like that developed a loop that was like so effective mm. you weren't frustrated anymore you were just like really enjoying yourself you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah, no, you're I but you're also right, Alex. Both of us are right, and that's what I like about this podcast. 
it's just two people saying correct things to one another. And and no then again, and then again, yeah, right. <laughs> but the 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 like the pattern of like you know playing Rocket League, like having an incredible game and then having an infuriating game, like and and both of those things, like it it it's you know oh yeah 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 it's it's toxic. It's bad. Video games are awful. Uh, your parents were right to keep you away from they them. They were Sadie. right, and then every day they weep for me. <laughs> what I've become. So, what I, do you what do you mostly play games on these days? Do you have? Is it like a, a console sort of situation? Is it a computer? I'm a real Nintendo Switch bitch. Oh, uh, nice Switch Switch. Bitch. I think it's. I think exactly. No, I think it's because that's the first um, like piece of gaming equipment I ever bought for myself. Cool. And I was like, this is mine. And my <laughs> boyfriend can't have this one. Uh, don't have to compete for who gets to play it because I can pick <laughs> it up and go somewhere. Um, but yeah, mostly that. Uh, it was interesting getting to play some games on the computer for this podcast. Oh, yeah. back, uh, back in your old wheelhouse, right? Right. Uh, very foreign to me now. I was like, what the fuck? What's it? A W and A and S. Oh yeah. Well, one of them, one of them was really not holding my hands in terms mm -hmm. of like what buttons I was supposed to press. I have a lot of feelings about that. One. Oh good. I can't. I'm. Well, <laughs> I can't wait. But we're not allowed to talk about. We're the not. Game. No, 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 Please no. do we're not talk about, about you. <laughs> back to me. Back to what I like. Um, what was the game like? What? When? When did you get the Switch? What was the thing that brought you into that world? The Switch ecosystem. Yeah, so I I come from a long tradition of watching boys play video games. <laughs> oh no! In my living situations, um, so uh, one of my roommates had a Switch, and I was just freaking jealous because it looked like he was having fun. Yeah, and I really wanted to play Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and then dude. It's weird that that was my first Zelda game, mm -hmm. and now I'm like, that's part of my. DNA now. <laughs> I think about paragliders every day. Um, so I, I really, that was like the big one that I wanted to play first when I got the Switch. Mm. That game is so nice. It's so nice. So good. I want to take me back. You know, know, take me back to those days. <laughs> I do feel like that's one of those ones where uh, it's so funny, but it's like, oh my God, I wish I could unplay it and then like play it for the first time all over again. Sort right. Of thing. Eric's Eric's uh, I've decided, decided I've decided to to just go hard anti Zelda. I just uh, See, you know I, I saw that about I've, <laughs> like I've, it's there's no I have no good reason for it. But like everybody comes on the podcast and they love Zelda and they talk to Alex about Zelda and I haven't played it and I'm never gonna play well, it. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're never because, gonna play it huh? because Zelda is bad. There we go. Well, I, Eddie, God bless you for just being like, dude. I'm not gonna. Sure, that's your. That's your business. That's your freaking problem. Okay, yeah. I'm out here buying elf ears for myself. More elf ears for me, dude. You know Zelda, what I mean? Is she an elf? Is that what? Is yeah, that, they, they got ears. They all got pointy ears. Yeah, but is she like? Does she just have pointy ears, or is she an elf? Elves have See, pointy... this is a thing that people don't know, and I don't get it. They're talking what about this game. What else do elves game. have going on besides the pointy ears? 
It's not like they're like, oh, they all got six fingers on each hand. That's how you know. I yeah, I don't know. What did Orlando Bloom? Ha- He's got like really far vision. I don't know. They like nature and shit. I don't know. What is Zelda? Nobody can tell me what Zelda even is. I mean, that's a really I, good question. Like- is Zelda an elf? I mean, they got the ears, but there aren't. You know, I think I feel like in this world, are there even humans? Like, yeah, are good are point. just the elves the humans? I don't what know. We made. Oh See, wow! I, look, everybody's played so many hours of this game, and they don't know whether or not Zelda's an elf. And I think that that's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that, and it's gonna. No, I really haven't. Even, actually, it really bothers me too. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Are they <laughs> elves? Didn't, or I didn't even thought to ask. <laughs> because there are other races. You know, there's Gorons and Zora and. Uh, Gerudo are Gerudo a different race, or are they just the desert uh, versions of those people? They're you know? taller, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Zelda's yeah. problem. Zelda's problematic. Yeah, is she enough? I don't know. Nobody we knows. Love, we That's... love the problematic queen, Zelda. I'm waiting for the apology video <laughs> from her for this because I was, am experiencing she's... emotional harm. <laughs> She's been so she was so fucking sorry about like not getting her powers in time and stuff like that. But what she should have been sorry about is, you know, misrepresenting being, herself. Being just confusing. It's yeah. toxic, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> what else uh what else on Switch have you uh been playing or play oh. when so when was when was this so this was like around Breath of the Wild time when you were like, boom, I'm getting a console for myself. I'm an adult and can do what I want. I waited two years after that game came out to get. <laughs> Hell yeah, just, dude! Hell yeah! I got I got talked into it by my my hood rat friends who mm. <laughs> poisoned the well of my mind. Um, but Before that, it was just you know staring out the window and reading romance novels, huh? <laughs> okay, that is a little too close to what I really was up to. <laughs> I feel I feel worried. <laughs> Very sad person. Look, love looking out the window. Mm. Um, did that a lot recently. Mm-hmm still do it no i mean um, you know, what are you gonna do when you're trapped in that tower but look out the window i'll tell you what i did i played uh almost 900 hours of animal crossing new horizons <laughs> oh wow wow I, i'm not happy about it i'm happy now that i don't play it anymore but it was like when that rolled out 2020 it was like well this is my coping mechanism and yeah, it really was i played like, that game for about uh, two months and then sort of like it lost its hold on me but for you what happened like what happened what happened was- i had clinical depression <laughs> <laughs> i want to see a graph of like when i started taking antidepressants and how like what the game rate play hours were, <laughs> hours dropped. i was like oh okay this is this is called mental health i can have this <laughs> did it feel like there was a ta- it like tangibly helped like your stress level and stuff like that playing animal crossing yeah. was it nice it was it, i mean you know talk about escapism totally. when you're locked inside and it's like the news is always terrible not that that's changing um but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's nice to be like there's so many crazy things out in the world that are out of my control but here I have a world that I created and mm. it's all just nice little animals <laughs> hanging out. Oh, we're going fishing. Uh, Did your island yeah, have was, a vibe? Did it, was there like some sort of theme to it or was it just kind of. It had a tiki bar. 
a cheeky bar and had <laughs> that's like a, a vibe, dude. That's I think that's a vibe. I was like subconsciously recreating the places that I was really wishing I could be at oh. <laughs> in quarantine. I'm like, oh, it's a tiki bar. Oh, awesome! I made a, a coffee shop. Yeah. My <laughs> island has my brother's house. Oh god. <laughs> my mom's here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy if, like, you had a dead relative show up on Animal Crossing someday, like. I mean, that game does feature, like, you get letters from, like, mom. Totally. Uh, and I'm like, luckily, my mom is still thriving, alive mm. in. But mm. I Judging. Still <laughs> celebrating, supporting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's still still very sad to get those little mom letters when you're like wow it's illegal for me to see my mom right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> letters from prison um <laughs> well i think we i mean we started the podcast in the midst of that right and it was a lot, a, yeah. like a lot of it was kind of like you know a lot of people were playing video game found video games to be very relieving in the midst of quarantine and um you know, again, where you're like, I don't know, you know, it's like one of those things, right? Is it a good thing or is it a bad, like, and maybe good and bad is not really the correct, yeah, like, thing for it. But like, yeah, definitely a lot of coping that happened. I played this game called uh, Sea of Thieves with uh, my friends, oh, yeah. where you're like a pirate going around on a pirate ship. And it was very much like, I can't go outside. So this like outside simulator is beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's why that. you should play that's what breath of the wild is yeah mm. exactly it's a going mm. outside simulator it's the best for that too it's the best going outside simulator because you okay. can climb a climb a hill although i played <laughs> sea of thieves i played sea of thieves exactly one time and i had so much fun playing it that one time and i wanted to play more but i could never convince my friends to uh dive in with me again oh. but just like the, what you could do in that world it just felt so silly and goofy and, and fun like yeah just it's like, fun there would be times where we would like we would finish a run and we'd have a bunch of explosive barrels or whatever and we would like blow our boat up and it would be sinking fire into the sea and we were like playing the hurdy gurdy like like <laughs> playing our boat away. <laughs> That's beautiful. It did feel kind of beautiful. I mean like yeah, it is definitely a game that is kind of like it it can be like you can run into other people and it can get real tense and then there's right. just lots of like empty space and time to just sort of like hang out with your friends and uh i don't know i hadn't really gotten into um like co-op internet games until uh the past couple of years and i found like those have been very very fun yeah the social aspect is very <laughs> important these days i'm not a big social gamer i like to hang out with people like on the phone while I'm playing games sometimes or like, you know, discord is like a fun thing where you're just sort of like chatting with folks while you've got it going. But the social stuff, like the team stuff, I think it's nice, but I just haven't felt, I don't feel like I've played a game that really, really did it for me that like hooked me in the same way I, I get hooked into like fucking turn-based strategy games or RPGs that like oh, yeah. literally take over my whole life for a chunk of time. I, Alex, I think I'm the same way as I, you know, I really want to be just like sucked into the world totally of the game and then be like you know rather than playing a game with people i'm talking to live it's like mm -hmm. i'd like to play 
you know, way too many hours of Fire Emblem mm -hmm. and then have like a symposium on it with yeah. two other friends who've played it. We I'm watching like lore videos like over lunch yeah. the next day. That's like my <laughs> form of social gaming. Is absolutely. Like, uh, like <laughs> dude, that's so funny. Like today, I just put. I just started playing this new game called um, Wil uh, Wildermyth. Have you heard of it? Mm -mm. It's a computer game, and the I had been initially kind of turned off of it because like it sounds cool. It's like a D and D based tactics game. Sort of like got, has some like XCOM in it as well, which is a, a really fun turn-based strategy game. But the graphics look like little kids' drawings or like really cartoony, and I'm like, oh, I'm not really that into that. But I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about how great it actually is, so I picked it up, and I'm like, oh no, like <laughs> I literally like downloaded it like an hour and a half ago, and then like went to go record the podcast, and it was just like. I've been looking forward to this. I'm excited to be on here with you guys. I'm having a good time, but I'm also a little pissed that I can't be playing that game right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, you I got do. It. I, it got hooks in you. Yeah, it really does. Oof, that's a that's a feeling right there. You listen to other podcasts about video games? Uh, yeah. Just you know, you got to check out the competition, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Why would anyone listen to a podcast about video games? We gotta ask our listeners. We gotta pull them. I think there, I think there's some good ones out there. <laughs> this one, there's the one other one I've heard. <laughs> there are at least two good podcasts about video games. As far as I'm concerned, that's all I need. I don't... <laughs> so the the chronology, it's so funny because like I I feel like we've gotten a couple of them, but it's like so it's like Breath of the Wild, Fire Emblem, The Fate of the Three Houses. Hades, Animal Crossing. Is that like the lineage of the, the – are those the monogamous relationships you've been in since you got your Switch? Oh, pretty much. I'm like trying to – Those are remember. big ones. Those are the big tentpole games I think from the last couple of years, you know? Yeah. I Fire Emblem Three Houses. Basic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses is you so basic. You might be basic if you played Fire Emblem Three for <laughs> – did you play all three houses? I did. Uh, okay, yeah, you I, basic AF girl. Sorry. I'm basic. It's fine. Make the what fan was... art, bought the cosplay. You know. Really? I'm too into it. Whoa. How, how part of like cosplay is like is it for is like the culture around video games for you? You know, or is that like just a, like a general part of your life in general? Like if you like I something, you like to cosplay it. I have always, you mean know, like I'm a theater kid. Totally. born and raised so always mm -hmm. been uh the stage ah to tread the boards etc um i love the costume party i'm a, I'm a halloween baby uh i mean my birthday's by halloween i'm not a I'm outside of context for a second you just say you're a halloween baby i'm for, just a for, halloween baby dude Gaga, boo. Uh, terrible <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, I cosplay is just like an excuse to have Halloween more. Uh, <laughs> and going to conventions is so fun. Like C2E2 has been awesome every mm. time I've gone. So I like to have more Halloweens. That's so fun. I am always like, for cosplaying specifically, I'm like, that looks fun. And I am like, I could never do it. I'm so, I'd be so nervous. I'd be so scared to like. I'm nervous the whole time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, That's who have you cosplayed as? Um, for Fire Emblem, I and this was like a insane quarantine purchase. But I bought a Byleth cosplay. Oh um, wow! I have done a, a Link cosplay. Sorry, Eric. Oh, uh, is he an elf? 
I don't know, but I bought the elf beers. <laughs> I have them now. Uh, I've done some like, I got like fucking uh, somebody, some Ghibli character. I forget who it was because it was like years ago. I also went insane and I bought a, a Lupin the Third costume. Oh wow, this is really great. real weeb hours uh, <laughs> for me. But like most of the stuff that I do when I say I'm like making or buying cosplays is like usually I mean I'm hunting like specific pieces from thrift stores and cool. online to like piece it together mm-hmm. so the byleth cosplay though is so like aggressively anime yeah. that i did have to just buy it from like cosplay.items.web it uh, seems like there is just like it's just one of those hobbies where you could you can sink so much money and time and like intention into it you know what i mean like to to like because eventually you have to start if you can't buy it you have to build your own custom stuff yeah. like you have to make stuff which to me is just like wild that's like so cool learn to be like a basically a blacksmith uh, yeah exactly more or less to like do some of this stuff and i you know i'm almost glad that my funds are limited or i would be, <laughs> i would be doing that <laughs> it's really that's really funny to have gone from like animal crossing where you're taking outside places and putting them into your video game and then to go cro- like cosplay which is the inverse of that to be oh, like yeah. i'm taking my video game and putting it into my real like there's i will break down reality yeah. <laughs> it. i'm a traveler i travel between the spaces <laughs> I bring oh, it in and I take it out. Interesting. I am the game. <laughs> horrible. Do you, uh, I didn't realize, do you, do you watch a lot of anime? I watch a lot of anime, which is why I'm asking. I, I have a, a odd relationship with it where I was like super into anime and manga, like as a youth. Mm. And then I abandoned it cruelly it could form and then now i'm like kind of getting back into it totally um but for me i, I feel like you know i I'm also like an artist so mm. i loved i love that comics graphics manga style and yeah, everything. Totally. so i've been kind of like learning to embrace that again but yeah i watch a lot of loop in the third yeah i was gonna be like <laughs> dude loop in the third rocks yeah i love him i watched um the the miyazaki loop in the third um yeah which is castle, like castle yeah castle forget about it it's so good that, that that one was so good it's Ugh. beautiful um i just watched an entire uh anime series all about uh boys high school volleyball called haiku which oh, is oh like, i've heard that's really good it's fucking awesome i strongly recommend it okay i got it yeah, let's just start watching them again. I like start with these really old ones to get back into it, mm-hmm. being like, "No, watch Cowboy Bebop again." And <laughs> people, then, I, people love Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I love Cowboy Bebop. It's great. That was my first cosplay. Was from <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. When I was in middle school, and I made a pair of goggles, and I was like, "I'm Edward." Um, <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> the thing about like anime in general is there is so much out there that if if you want if you're someone who only wants to consume that as like your form of media you can but there's so much of it is just like not stuff I like or bad you, mm. you know what I mean like I usually I just usually try to find like a really good series that I can like sink my teeth into for a while and then that's fun but I don't know there's so much out there that's just like oh god this is like a little too horny in like a yeah. in, like a really <laughs> you know weird way. A lot to wade through. A lot of totally. A lot of real muck. Um, and I say that lovingly. Yeah, as a fan of the genre, a lot of muck out there. Yeah. Listen, I'm not 
afraid to get a little bit muddy, you know? Get no. wet in there sometimes. But... Look, I'm t I earlier I was saying a video game character made me wet. So hey. Hey. <laughs> it's what it is. It is what it is. Um that's a great spot. Why don't we uh, <laughs> What a great spot. What a fantastic <laughs> what a fantastic <laughs> Uh, why don't we transition into talking about this week's games? Uh, but does anyone need yeah. to take a, a little break? Speaking of money. <laughs> cool. I got, I got this giant, this giant thing of water. Same. I fell. I fell and I hurt my finger and I made myself a little, little split. Oh no! Oh, no. Where'd you fall? In your house? Yeah. Whoa! Holy shit! Yeah. That, is that a nail can, file? It is a nail file. <laughs> I mean that's good. That's that's ingenuity. You know, look, I'm a cosplayer too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm cosplaying as a cyborg today. I've got <laughs> my cyborg cosplay. Um, I love your uh, gloves, by the way. Those are so cool. Thank you. It's because uh, typing makes my hands hurt. Is that right? Oh, wow. <laughs> These are like compression gloves. Oh, that's so cool. I'm trying to be like, you know what? No, they're stylish. It's cool to wear them. I look Are very gamercore. Uh, I know, <laughs> seriously. It's really just like, I played too much Hades last night. <laughs> <laughs> trying to unlock the final, you know, no, I'm not going to get into the weeds on it, but I'm, no, I'm try what? trying to unlock the final Skelly statue and yeah. play it on 32 Heat. Mm -hmm. And I got so close last night. I'm so mad. I didn't get 32 it. Heat, that's insane. I it never is, got I never got anywhere near that. I, I got to like the very final form of the most extreme measures final fight and, wow. and then i died and i was like i'm gonna go to bed eric is still Take very it. early in his hades journey so this yeah is like, i'm like i can't beat the right minotaur now. and theseus yet i'm still okay that to... is a big hump to get over though it's, uh, like... it's hard <sighs> you'll get there no way. i was telling them the other day like happen. the way the game like is so it's just like it's so good in the way it just unfolds in other areas. So as you're playing and you're like really focused on one thing, like something else will start to present itself in a certain kind of way. And then you finish that and you're like, oh, what's this? And you just turn toward the other thing and then suddenly you're on that route. And then it just keeps on unfolding until eventually it's sort of like, okay, this is everything. And now, you know, have fun with it or don't. You could be done at this point. And you're like, I think I want to keep going. They're like, great. And they just sort of step back, Yeah. you know, and the whole thing's in front of you at that point and you're having so much fun. It's great. I love it. I've never That's played good. a game like that before. I, Me neither. It, yeah. Eric, it's a good game. I know. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell if it's a good game or I just have a problem, right? Like it's we've had we've played a handful of games for this bundle where it's like, yeah, I I I spent like ten hours playing this. I <laughs> it does you know it really triggers my brain. <laughs> it's <laughs> you push a lot of buttons. There's a lot of flashes. You're getting a lot of rewards. It's, uh, yeah, I don't, but I, yeah, I like it. Well, why don't we start out talking about this week's games with uh, the game that I think most people will have heard of before, which is Octodad by Young Horses, a colorful comedy cult classic fumblecore low-poly physics adventure. Description, Octodad is a third-person adventure about a game about destruction, deception, and fatherhood. The player controls Octodad, a dapper octopus masquerading as a human as he goes about a day of his life. His existence is a constant struggle as he must master mundane tasks with his unwieldy boneless tentacles while simultaneously keeping his cephalopodia in nature, a secret from his human family. And this is 
the original free student project version of the game, which I didn't realize was made by DePaul students. Oh, yeah. That was so cool at the start of it. Um, Chicago, baby. Octodad was like... That was my... That was my... My my train stop when I... uh, In in grade school. Fullerton? Lincoln Lincoln Elementary. Yeah, we'd get off of Fullerton. Um, This was like... This game, it's... it's, Was it really interesting? Because this was like a cultural milestone i think for video games yeah i mean if you haven't if you haven't heard of it like you're uh you're an octopus and you can switch between legs and arms and you're you're trying to pretend to be a human but jokes on you you're an octopus and it's uh, real <laughs> tough real tough to be to the be whole a human. gameplay the whole gameplay is basically just like it's tough for you to interact with the world as an octopus and so it's like the controls are frustrating and hard to use and you're you're just like fucking stuff up constantly but trying to do your best um it and, almost uh, like launched Twitch. like youtube in a yeah, lot of yeah. ways right like it like really just yeah it was a game designed to like be kind of frustrating and funny that that it is frustrating and so yeah very much like a pewdiepie kind of like oh my god it's crazy <laughs> uh sadie had you heard of it did you what was your experience playing it so uh back in my old college days is like i think when this came out it's like Mm -hmm. what 2011 Um, something like that or 2013 yeah yeah. something like that but uh i remember watching people play it in school and it looking very fun but me in college was like i'm not gonna try to play this <laughs> i don't know how to do that um <laughs> but you know it was i remember like i had a friend who would dress up as octodad for halloween it was like that kind of thing totally um, so revisiting that it was very nostalgic it was mm, like, yeah. my friends my youth <laughs> um and I I remembered, you know, like the whole gist of it about it being hard to interact with the world and the controls being funky. And I remembered it being or seeming like much more difficult than it was. Mm. And that's not like a flex, like I'm good at gaming now. It's, like, <laughs> it's more like I remember it being like co-op, uh, co-op level hard, but it was like, you know, once you kind of figure it out, like it's not an impossible game to play. So after i got through that it was very very rewarding it's it's such a heartfelt game i couldn't get anything out of the fridge i couldn't get the stuff out of the fridge i couldn't get my no. hand up far enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i was like i can't i can't i i had that experience of just being like i fuck this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i can't get that shit out of the fridge <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah i don't <laughs> That was it. I, there were some it. moments where uh, I was playing it and I just had, I would catch myself like, oh, I'm holding my body and my face in a way that like I'm experiencing something tragic. <laughs> I was just like, oh no. But then I would kind of like shake it off and be like, wait, remember, games are supposed to be fun. Oh yeah, no, I'll definitely realize that I'm like clenching my jaw. I'm like, why do my teeth hurt right now? Oh. <laughs> fucking mouth is slammed shut it is funny this is like one of those games where like it's <laughs> i don't know it, it's not really that fun to play you, you know what i mean like yeah what, did you guys that, i guess that's my question is like did you guys have a good time playing it you know like was it was it silly you know did you have fun with the silliness you're like ha 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 yeah this is like so silly to interact 
because like, I wonder if like it 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 is just like it's it's there's like an element of it that is like performance that it's like fun about it. So you're like having a hard time with it. But if you're just sort of sitting in your room by yourself, like screwing away at this, you know what I mean? Like is that is that I don't know. I didn't have a very good time playing it. <laughs> I was charmed by it, but the actual gameplay loop didn't do very much for me. Yeah, I would say that the charm is definitely the draw there. Mm -hmm. um, I I found it rewarding to like get through a level to feel like I was a good dad. <laughs> was, like, the main thing that would be driving me, and that's just like I'm just you know a family oriented gal. So I was like, it's so beautiful. This octopus is a great father. <laughs> but I don't know if that means that the game was fun. Um, <laughs> he yeah. was trying to be a good dad. He that was, was the... he is a good dad. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's fucking lying to his family. It's for their protection. You know. <laughs> is he like an octopus or is he like an alien octopus? I think he's just a regular octopus. He's just like yeah. a regular octopus. It's one of those things where you just you're not supposed to think about it too much in terms of like, you know, oh, like but wait, how do they have human kids and all that shit? It's like, no, don't <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's an octopus. He has a human family, and he's a dad, and he's trying his best. Oh, and his and his wife has got elf ears, but she's not an elf. And it's okay to have elf ears. Normalize it. <laughs> Normalize. We're trying to destigmatize having elf ears. <laughs> Body positivity. Elf ears are normal and beautiful. So I mean, you know, the way you're interacting with the world is sort of purposely frustrating, but it is very charming, very silly. The music's fun. Like the the whole thing. It, it was funny to play this like kind of unpolished version of this game to see like the seed of like where this phenomenon came from because i think like mm -hmm. you know they made a lot of they're, they're on like uh, like at like number four of it or something i think now at this this point they still oh, do wow, really, yeah. really well you know and it's a homegrown chicago sensation you know so i think uh, if we're getting down to passing or playing on this one i'd say i'm a play on this one just because it's fun to interact with like the thing that started it all, like imagining something like this coming out in 2010 from like two college students at DePaul and then completely revolutionizing and like driving forward a huge segment of like what is now modern gaming culture of like the streaming side of things. You sure. know, this was like an early Twitch game. Um, I think, you know, PewDiePie played this and like freaked out and like that was like a whole thing like on, on that guy's <laughs> rise to fame so you yeah. know who knows if it was good or not but uh <laughs> um i think i'm definitely a play to just to go back and check out a piece of gaming history um sadie what do you think i totally agree with what you said i think it it, it feels important um <laughs> and also it's like mercifully short mm. so mm -hmm. if you are kind of bouncing off of the controls like I was able to muscle through it, and I am one of the least patient people I know, so that is, I, I'm amazed uh, that I did that. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was fun. I think that's a play for me. Don't pass on this. Don't miss it. <laughs> don't miss it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really funny. Like, I I can't tell experientially, right? Like. I started playing it, I got frustrated, and then I stopped playing it and didn't play it anymore. So, like, that's in, like, it, part of that is just that's like kind of a pass. Like, that is the rubric for a pass. Yeah. But I, you know, like, I actually just, but I think that that's like, with that was like, oh, I know that this is like a cultural touchstone. I know that this is like, it's a piece of history in a lot of ways. I mean, I guess what's interesting is, is like, you know, it, and this is, it, 
outside of like whether or not I think it's a passer, like that's it's almost irrelevant for something like this, right? Like it's right. like it's obviously you know a play in the sense that like it this is like a huge you know it got played thing, right? Yeah, like people played it. Um, what what I think is interesting is like looking at this game ten years later and going like, oh, you know, I mean, like this is this these are cool, interesting mechanics, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they did cool, interesting things in order to create something that was like, you know, frustrating, but but then also like the 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 flavor and the storytelling around it is so like charming that like you're like, oh, I know that this is frustrating, but you don't necessarily like feel frustrated yeah it's funny i don't know like yeah it's play it's octodad right like it's it's like mario right (laughs) it's like should you play mario yeah i don't like is it it. fun i don't know it's mario right like (laughs) games have moved in in a lot of ways but yeah no this is definitely something that was like you know i think made famous because it is like aggravating and uh and so if you don't want to be aggravated, you also don't have to play this game. Watch <laughs> you could watch play it though. You could watch yeah, you could watch it on Twitch. Like watching some There's like There's uh, 10-year-old videos that are very very highly rated. You can yeah. go find the one with the highest views and check Just it out. Kids being like, "Oh my god! Oh my god, that octopus is falling on stuff. I want to get the the plate." <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, they're I should very s- renowned now that they're so like the videos are so old. Yeah. They age like a fine wine. <laughs> um, okay, so that's a triple play, believe it or not, for Octodad, which oh, was crazy. not not guaranteed. Next one, Curse the Crescent Isle DX by One AM Aury, a cute sixteen bit two day controller female protagonist pixel art retro puzzle platformer. A curse has befallen the Crescent Isle, and it's up to you to save them. Luckily, the curse has transformed your people into helpful monsters such as drills, blobs, icicles, and gravity flipping things with your monster subjects in hand you'll have to drill through rocks maneuver through spiky terrain freeze water to pass over the sea and restore your kingdom to its former glory um okay i see you guys sort of shaking your heads well i <laughs> i here's the thing i played this using a controller and had a freaking blast it's that it's was a... an option yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me <laughs> the uh it's basically it's like it's very much like a uh like super mario 2 right like yeah, from that exactly you're like landing on things and you can pick them up like you're in super mario 2 and when i started i was like this is just like super mario 2 but not as as clean and and crisp that was my experience with like the first world so i'll start there sadie it doesn't seem like you had a good time uh, there was a second world is an amazing idea that I didn't get to experience because I I don't, you know, as someone who's like relatively, I have a, I have a weird kind of path to gaming. And Dude, that is now. so funny. Yeah, you're right. So I don't have that like Super Mario 2, uh, oh, I love platformers. Like I don't have that like basic knowledge. Oh my so, God. And I was trying to play, you know, with WASD, whatever, pressing the pressing the keys yeah, on the totally. keyboard. And I just, it was the Octodad experience that you had, Eric, where I was like, I played, I tried to play it for a little bit. I got frustrated. <laughs> I rage quit. I actually, I made uh, my boyfriend try playing it without like me trying to tell him what was going on. And uh-huh. he, of course, could. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'm stupid. <laughs> it was no, it was just like, uh, you know, I had him try it right before we started recording this. So I didn't really get a chance. Once we figured out that 
you have to be standing on top of the monsters to pick them up. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. that is a fucking scam. <laughs> I feel scammed. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, no, whereas I was like, oh, yeah, I've played this type. Like, I know this this thing, right? right. And so that first world, I think, was like, it was aggravating because it was like, uh, you know, as long as you knew how to play the game, it was like <laughs> fairly, fairly simplistic. Right. But then sometimes like aggravating because you can pick these things up and accidentally place them in, in ways where you are then impeded from like actually completing the level. And then I'd have to like kill myself. And, yeah. And it was interesting to watch this thing because, you know, when I started playing, I was like, it's just crazy to me that like. You know, this used a game like this used to be the work of a studio of people for a year. And now, I mean, who knows how long uh, and how many people worked on this, but I, it sounds like it was like one person might have taken them a year. But the fact that one person can make a game like this now, I think, is so interesting and so cool. But this does not have the edges rounded off like those classic pixel uh, platformers of yore. You know what I mean? There's still some some rough bits to it, some things that it's like it just doesn't feel quite as intuitive uh to play you know as like maybe some of those older nintendo platformers would be it is or even rough. like activision platformers but then when you get that when you get that thing when it clicks when you, when you get the ability one, yeah when you find the anti-gravity one and you get sucked mm -hmm. up to the ceiling and then you're like running around and jumping but you're on the ceiling i was like oh there's like there there is some there's some interest, like there's. I think that there are like little nuggets of like yeah. really cool design in totally with you, Eric. In this, like that drill is really fun. The mm -hmm. ice making thing when you get that, like you land on the water and it turns it to ice, and then you land on fireballs and you have to freeze the fireballs and to like climb things. And I was like, oh, this is like cool. Like there are some cool They're doing something new with this. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally but you that don't way. get that from the first world. Mm -hmm. And like if I you know had just picked this up and like didn't have to do it like i would have played through that first level and just been like no probably not gonna mm -hmm. not not gonna do that um not so, gonna do it not gonna do it the the one thing i will say that i thought was interesting about it too is initially when you jump on the squishy guys in the force world they would like boing a little bit at one point <laughs> yeah which i was like why are they boing like that that's like just weird like okay cause so like i tried for a couple times to like jump on them and stuff like that and then it's not revealed until you beat the first world and then it's like oh if you're holding if you put them beneath you as you're holding them then you can they give you like extra jump and so i just thought that was like a very cool little nod at the beginning of like there's this weird thing that doesn't make any sense now but later you'll have that information in your head as you're interacting with the world again and it will like make a difference i thought that was i i appreciated that i thought that was like a cool little nod i also i appreciated the like first boss that you play against is called his name is grandor of the forgotten mind oh, <laughs> and i was good. like i love that i love that's that like sick. sort of i like almost half-assed kind of like <laughs> yeah the, all the like the dialogue it's like the bare minimum like three sentence descriptions of like your people are cursed you have to do this go but you honestly know? i mean like <laughs> all they need all you need you know we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about a game after this which uh definitely didn't have a brevity of where they had no problem <laughs> writing <laughs> up a fucking storm
That's uh, the one I played all the way through. Did you? Oh, okay, oh. wait. Let's let's get let's. Yeah, so Sydney, final thoughts about Curse of the Crest Nile DX. If you know how to play video games, I guess. You <laughs> could say it. I guess if if you are a cool guy like me, I'm just kidding. I play video games. That's why I'm on this podcast. It's... I don't know what happened. Yeah, hang on a second. What the fuck? You don't play video games? <laughs> no, I was this lying. Over. <laughs> I was lying the whole time. I don't know who Hades is. Um, yes, I do. I'm Greek, so kind of sure. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I would say hearing you guys talk about it sounds like this game might be doing something. But if you're if you're me, it's a pass because I didn't yeah. even make it through the first world to get to the part that makes you appreciate anything else. <laughs> and uh, Eric and I are plays. We'll just say it right there. I think we've talked Probably this one out is. a little bit. You know Is, what I mean? Are you really? I think I'm, I actually think I'm a pass on this. Whoa! Oh. No, I really, I do, I like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's, there is some cool innovation in there and that should be like front and center and, and hiding it inside of this sort of like early, there's, there's too many like, rough edges on this thing mm -hmm. but i think it's like if you know it, it there's like a nice nugget there and i don't know what this person's uh you know design history is or the ideas moving forward but like there's some cool stuff worth you know that should have been front and center i think in this in this that that was not and you had to really dig into it and for that for that reason i um I'm a pass although there's somebody told me as i was talking to people they said I dreamed I was turned into a toasty frog, and I don't know. Some of the dialogue in this game is very silly. There was dialogue. I feel like I gotta revisit it, but it's a pass for me. So no, I can say I'll never look back. I can say confidently, you don't need to revisit it. I am a play though because I like I I am charmed by little pixel platformers like this, and I feel like this brings enough to the table to make it interesting. So if you like this kind of thing, I mean, we played Super Bernie World, which I was a pass on. Uh, but this, that which was just basically like uh, a skin over of like original Mario with uh, Bernie Sanders instead. Um, <laughs> but I was like, this is just like a silly meme game. This is fine, you know. But this feels like there's a little more care and attention brought into it. They bring a new mechanic to the table. I had fun with it, and I uh, really did like the art. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Curse. No, sorry. Here oh, we yeah, go. Like Changeling. <laughs> Changeling. Let's do Changeling. Steamberry Studio, a visual novel, interactive fiction, dating sim, female protagonist, magic, otome, romance story, rich urban fantasy, vampire game. I don't even a... want to talk about this. I want to hear what Sadie... No, go ahead and say what this thing is, and then I'm going to keep my mouth shut for like the next no, 15 no, minutes. No. Changeling <laughs> is a GXB non-set racing full-length visual novel about love, reconciliation, and trying to survive in a dangerous supernatural world. Play through about 30 to 40 hours of content over 40 unique endings while trying to survive the perils of a newly discovered paranormal community. Romance one of six love interests as you uncover information about the supernatural and secrets from your own past, all while you try to patch up your relationship with your twin brother who grows more and more suspicious of you with each passing day. Okay, so we know that Sadie uh, reads romance novels. Mm -hmm. We yes. know that she was late to video games, but not to science fiction and fantasy in general. Um, we know that she likes to read books. So <laughs> we know that she knows how to read. We know that she knows how to read. <laughs> hypothetically, we know that she watched Xena Warrior Princess. Mm. So the question is, 
was change like how many boxes did changeling check and was it enough for you to enjoy this game or maybe this genre of games i'm so curious this game is insane uh it is (laughs) it is a bird-brained masterpiece (laughs) um first of all i want to say this is a bit of a sidebar but it feels important to mention in my experience with this game is i was a I I guess I didn't really fully read the one of the emails that you sent, Alex, that explained mm. that I could just log in and play the game through your account. And I bought this game oh. and it was twenty dollars. Oh no. You have to let us pay you back. You have to let us pay you back for it. I, you know what? This game was made for me. <laughs> <laughs> it feels right. I feel like I really just like paid a tithe to the Fae and the. This game's great. Uh, the the Twilight vibes are real strong. You're a, a girl who's going to high school, and uh oh, there's fairies, and one of the guys is a vampire, and one's a werewolf, and one's a unicorn. It's um, fucking insane. It. I, f- I feel like I've so I kept like, taking screenshots while playing this game of just dialogue because you know like I don't even know where to start. I yeah it's okay I so it's, so a, it's, visual a, it's a visual novel, novel which is not yes. our favorite genre of games in general and on Bundle Buddies. A very ri- like there's a lot of text it's like it long. is it is long and I. I gave myself maybe not enough time, you know, like a few hours, I figured I would kind of get to basically anytime we encounter a game like this, I'm like, let's get to the sex part. Like, let's get to the part <laughs> where these teens are fucking like, that's what I'm here for. I'm, <laughs> I don't I don't care about, you know, your your problems with your twin brother. I don't care <laughs> about, you know, like your your friendships homework. you need to mend. So yeah, your homework. Yeah. I don't care about chemistry class i don't care i just i like get to the point and there i could not get to i did the um what was my uh corvin corvin was my i, I went on the corvin? Okay. yeah i was on the corvin path he's a wizard um <laughs> he's klutzy he's so oh my god he just doesn't know where his head is i like <laughs> I stumbled in on him just doing a quick exorcism in the basement and thought that he was like sexually assaulting a girl and I was like what what were you doing man and then like <laughs> he was like why would you think that of me holy shit dude so Corvin you know Corvin and I we were off to a rocky start Corvin <laughs> who was your path what was your who God. did you staying true to life I had to pick the tall leather jacket guy oh yeah (laughs) unfortunately i don't oh no his name is like ewan ewan yep Yep. ewan yeah um didn't think that choosing that path would mean that i would be romancing a headless horseman but that (laughs) is literally what his whole deal was and i was like i cannot believe i paid twenty dollars to to play where I'm in high school and I date a headless horse. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> but, you know, there were, uh, 
I feel like it was worth the money for me as a person because it did feel very tailor-made for me because it was like way too much specific lore information about fairies that I could confirm because I have a fairy encyclopedia that I keep in my deck. <laughs> well, embarrassing so, honestly, honest to goodness, you would pull out the fairy and be like, that checks out. That's correct. I'd be like, oh, I remember this. This is in the chapter about the Feywild. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I own elf ears, so this is all. I'm, I'm a Renfest person. It's a nightmare. Um, no, no, so no. unfortunately, I felt targeted. <laughs> this game, but it was it's fun. It's so stupid. I did you get to did you get to bone the headless horseman? Like, yeah, what? don't. There's this game is so freaking squeaky clean. Uh, there was one point. Uh, and this isn't like a. It's a, maybe it's a spoiler for Ewan's arc. So if you're going to play Ewan's arc, please skip ahead uh, 30 seconds. But his head falls off in the middle of school and to distract everyone and also suddenly put his head back on his shoulders, I had to kiss him by some lockers. <laughs> and he was so mad at me. But I was oh like, it just felt right. But then at the end, we shared a kiss for real. Wow. Wow. <laughs> good that's like, as saucy as, as this game gets is like, but, you I mean, like it, if you were if you were to create like if if there was you know one like hijink that you could create for dating a headless horseman in high school that would be <laughs> it you know what i mean like yeah. they nailed it they, they they stuck the landing that's the only one you need to do they got it yeah there was this the point other one would be like, his head becomes like the soccer ball or something like that and you have to oh, like no. <laughs> Wait, I have to. I have to say, and this is more spoilers for his route. Um, so, like, you know, like all of these dateable paranormal guys uh, mm -hmm. have these like pasts where, like, oh, how I grappled with it, or what I'm dealing with because I'm a sensitive <laughs> unicorn or whatever I am. Um, his whole thing was like, I wish I wasn't a fairy because I guess a headless horseman is a kind of fairy, which okay. is true. Okay. Um, I have an encyclopedia, and it's said that. Um, <laughs> but he's like. I really wanted to be an actor, but then my head fell off on stage. Oh my and I had God. to move to a different town. And that's why he's here. <laughs> he's like, I loved Shakespeare, but then my head fell off. Dude, that's Unbelievable. so good. This oh, this is the guy in the back row, right? The, 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 Wait, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, with no, the big with the big kerchief around his neck. No, no, no. He's the le oh, he's the leather. He's got the leather he's jacket. Guy. He's got like kind of like and a collar thing going. Yeah. On. Oh, he's okay, kind of a cool. Bad boy biker. Um, but his head be falling off. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's oh. just, I think, I think it was that like the fact that like I can't believe somebody wrote this and made this into a whole game was like what kept me going through it. And you you only scratched the surface. You like you played a sixth of it. Right. I started I actually started playing another route cuz I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a terrible sign for me and a sign that I shouldn't go outside, touch mm -mm. grass. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Do, you um, do you think you'll play it again? I don't I don't know. I think this would be a fun game to like stream because yeah. it was very, you know, like the, the dialogue is funny. Yeah. Like, it is well written in that way. Like, you know, for, for a podcast where we're playing games uh, to, every week to like get through them and review them, like <laughs> this one, it maybe has a bit more than you'd want to sink your teeth into, but like totally. 
I could see it being like, oh, it's Halloween season and I would like to play this game with some friends so we can like laugh about the the unicorn man. <laughs> His long pink braid. Uh, that the state is natural. Um, just what? in a throwaway line. Like, how could I not notice him? He had naturally pink hair. <laughs> how do you the, know, girl? The thing like, I love about visual novels, specifically ones like this that are sort of, you know, they're they're it's it's like it's reading like extended fan fiction, which I really like. But yeah. the um the I love that I can ask my wife like, hey, I have to choose between two different people right now. Can you come in here and help me pick which one I want to <laughs> I want to do? And she's like, yes. And she walked in this one and was like, I don't like either of their styles. <laughs> hey, Alex, who did you romance? You know, I yeah, didn't get as far. I didn't get as far as you guys. My wife who in the game. Um, I didn't get. Uh, I played this game for about an hour, and um, <laughs> I I really like visual novels. You know what I mean? Like my deal is usually like playing this bundle. It's been exposure to a lot of different ones of them. I like visual novels, but they don't grab me and I don't like to play them. So usually what happens is unless it's bad, I'm a play just like this was cool. I enjoyed this. So f as far as I got, and that's kind of it. And that's exactly what it w was today. It's like, Oh my God. Like I started playing this. I had a good time with it. I can tell there's some fun stuff going on. I'm not going to play it any further, but I'm a play on it. That's like the, the way I usually yeah. feel about visual novels. It's like, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, this would be the right thing to play at the right time. But uh, I'm probably going to play something else over this kind of thing. Um, <laughs> totally. Having said that, like the way this started was fun and I was having a good time with it. I was, I was cruising a little bit and God bless you, Sadie, for playing the whole thing. Yeah. Wow. What the happens, game was made for me. What happens is... at the end of it? Like, did it end in a satisfying way? Game. No, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. But like, was it satisfying at the end where you like, okay, I cool. thought so. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, the, it gets a little, I was about to say it gets a little bit silly, but when I remember the entire rest <laughs> of the game, <laughs> the whole thing is silly. You know what you're signing up for if you're getting like, if you're getting to the point where you're choosing a path to go down, you know you're you're just gonna go for the rest of the ride. Should we get to final thoughts? It seems final like we thoughts. started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, what are your final thoughts on on uh, on this? I played the first hour of it and had a good time. I'm a play on this one. I think visual novels are best when they're bonkers cuckoo and are, uh, this is bonkers cuckoo. Like have, have a blast with it. You know, the relationship with your brother was like genuinely bumming me out. Like yeah. <laughs> it was so clear because my thing is like, if it's something like this, I want to play to the point where like the uh, magic starts to reveal itself. And I didn't quite get there, which is why I think I have to go back and get like to that place. But like, the kind of like heavy handed like foreshadowing they're doing with the brother about like what went down between the two of you, like when you just appeared for that two weeks was so fun and cool. And it felt like I was playing like a, a teen, uh, you know, fan fictions, uh, yeah. supernatural story, like in, in a really great way. Um, so uh, I liked that a lot and I, I would like to play more of it. So I'm a play on this one, Eric, how are you feeling? Uh, I think, you know, I, I I had fun. I think I'm going to be a pass on it just because mm -hmm. I think the there was too much writing for me, and I kind of wanted to get into the, uh, you know, I, part of the problem with the podcast, like we were saying, is that like we're just we we you know we're kind of gunning through a lot of these things, and so when you encounter something that is like 
you know, 30 to 40 hours of gameplay. Yeah. You're like, I, I, okay, like, I'll do, I'll do my best. I, you know, once we were in it and once, like, you know, kind of similar, not dissimilar to, uh, to the other game, the curse of uh, Crescent Isle. Like, you know, once you got to the parts that were like, Oh, like the having fun parts and not the, like, you know, like I'm going to class now. And like, you know, like once we got to the fun parts, it's fun, but there's a little bit too much there. But that's, you know, when you're fairy high school, it's like fucking fun. That's like, Sadie, why don't, why don't you take us, why don't you take us home? What are your final thoughts? This game has everything. It has (laughs) pretty boys. It has trigonometry. has the man's head falling off on stage (laughs) this is a play for me um (laughs) need i say more (laughs) that's really have you been exposed to other visual novels before is this like a genre of game you you've you'd ever played before i think i mean like the nancy drew pc games yes that's right very visual novel adjacent they had more like puzzle aspects to it Mm -hmm. which i think you know it makes sense when you're solving a mystery but it was nice to play just like a straight clear-cut visual novel um would are you do you think you'll play games like this in the future is this like a genre you're interested in or if you didn't have to for the podcast no i probably will like (laughs) i i'll say this like i my um switch wish list is filled with a lot of like visual novel uh things that i'm like maybe if this goes on super sale i'll play the game where uh i work at a cafe with these uh, vampires <laughs> oh dude <laughs> the, the coffee game the coffee talk game oh yeah no that's a real game too isn't it yeah yeah it is that's 100 percent a real game <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. it's set in like new seattle in like the distant not too distant future like in a oh, world okay. where there's like orcs and stuff like that you'd probably be into it check it that out sounds like my kind of shit yeah i mean <laughs> visual novels I'm reading. I'm reading book novels, but as we were saying at the start of the podcast, like a video game is a turbo book. So <laughs> the visual novel is like the purest form of that. The purest distillation. Yeah. Well, amazing, uh, Sadie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank um, you so much for having me. It was so. This much was fun. so fun. Um, where can folks find you online? Is there anything you want to plug? Any projects you got going on? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, on social media, you can find me. Sadie posting is the handle for all that stuff. Um, check out uh, NPC Incorporated. It is an actual play D&D podcast that I uh, have the great fortune of being a cast member of. Um, set in a mundane realm where we all work in a warehouse, but we like incorporate, <laughs> incorporate some magic. It's very cool. Um, we also do live streams on uh, Twitch as well uh, with NPC Incorporated. But yeah, that's it for me. Sick. Oh, wow. What a way to go out on season one. Oh, Alex, you know what? I think that we're getting really good at this. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, there's no new episode next week and, and for a little bit after. So go back and listen to some old ones that you haven't listened to. Uh, maybe we'll post some of our faves um, on the Twitter next week. Oh, that's fun. I've committed to to making us a, a website for about half a <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I love it. Yeah, be held accountable online. Yeah, I'm. You know, tweet at me. Say, Eric, where's where's the Bundle Buddies website? Like, come on, people people need that additional content. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, well, I've committed to it, so I'm gonna make it. There's gonna be a website for season two. 
Um, it's going to really be great. In the meantime, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there, please. And track us down on the web at Bundle underscore Buddies on Twitter and possibly in the future at our beautiful new Eric-designed uh, website. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Eric, uh, we'll see you guys in like a month. And I love you, uh, the audience, and I love you specifically, Eric. Oh, thanks, Alex. I love you too. I can't wait to not speak to you for an entire month. <laughs> it's going to be fucking... Well, you know what's funny awesome. is the other day I almost like called you. <laughs> I was like to have an actual like conversation on the phone. I was. Like, I love it, man. Like, whenever, whenever I'm driving in a car, I uh, I love to talk to friends. So give me give me a ring, and if we line up correctly, we'll chat. Ooh, two people I love driving. It. All right, um, I'll uh, I'll see you on the other but side. I know Bye. Also, bye. We'll see you guys soon. Please come back.